Podcast, brought to you by the Heat Ratio Sports Network. This show brings the temperature of sports to a whole new level. Whether it's a local opinion or a national agenda, everything is fair game. Remember, everyone has an opinion, but only few can back it up. Now sit back, crank up the volume, and if you think you can handle it, get ready for the heat. There you go, man. Already. There you go. Already. Already with the sound now. Already. Oh, you're killing me. Uh, welcome, everybody. Heat Ratio Sports, Heat Ratio Live. I'm your host, Tony Jason Patillo. Joined tonight. We're going two boxes tonight. Me and my man, Al Griffin, at the two-minute warning. Make sure you're checking them out. At the two-minute warning. Very opinionated uh, fellow like myself, which is always good. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Obviously, we got the big Bryce Harper news, which is unfortunate, right? We got all that down. Uh, we will talk about some NBA. We'll talk about the Sixers a little bit. Uh, what's going on with them? And Al's got some some ideas on the two-minute warning with that. Uh, unfortunately, Dan Green can't be with us tonight. He has some issues going on right now. But he will get. He will be back next week. Uh, and then I, I'm going to talk a little. I, I, I'm, what I'm going to do is every week, my final judgment is normally going to be about wrestling because I am a huge wrestling fan. I decide that the final judgment is going to be for wrestling here on a heat ratio sports. Um, and we're going to talk a little Ric Flair tonight. We're going to talk about Ric Flair, right? We got to talk about Ric Flair. We got to talk, talk about him, man. Style and profiling, but Hey, Al, let's get into this, man. Like, as always, and make sure you follow us on all heat ratio sports and all sorts of formats. Uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, my other venture, uh, Window Sports, I'm on there uh, every, like every other day. Uh, we're doing the 5 and 5 on the weekends. And make sure you're checking out Sirius Satellite Radio every Sunday, 9 to 11, for the fantasy talk and sports betting. Uh, but Al shot heard around the world. Unfortunately, the thumb of Bryce Harper is probably the most important topic in Philadelphia sports right now. I, really, I don't want to rehash it. We're not bringing up the video. It sucks. It is what it is. I get it. Um but again, let me just say this. My, my take on this is the Phillies are a resilient team. Atlanta won without a Cooner last year. I, I, I listen. I challenge anybody to name me right five guys from the Atlanta Braves last year. Okay, give me five. Okay, and again, they they had a, a very very interesting and intriguing midway trade deadline piece in Jock Peterson who came in and actually just picked up the slack. You never would have thought it, but he did, right? We have guys on this team in Kyle Schwarber. Listen, Nick Castellanos, he is going to be okay. I'm telling you, he will be okay, okay? It's going to take time. And I will say this, Al, before I, I, I want to get your view on this, but I was listening to Hunter Brody the other night, and he had a really, really good take on this that I didn't even think about. So I got to give credit where credit's due when people talk about this. But he said the one silver lining with this Bryce Harper injury. Listen, we obviously it sucks, it's right? A silver we, lining. We got to have a silver lining. We have to, right? We have to. And the one thing is, remember, Nick Castellanos came into this city, into this team from this contract to be a DH, not to be a right fielder, okay? So the injury 
force Bryce Harper to lock into that role. So now you have the ability for other players to actually get some time at the DH spot. Maybe maybe JT Romuto gets some more rest now. So they can play, and he can play DH, but he doesn't have to be behind a backstop. And you could put stubs there. You couldn't do any of these moves with Bryce. Now, obviously, I would okay. absolutely want Bryce, right? We all right. know that. But we have to think of a positive. So, Al, just an easy question, man. The easy question. Ken. Absolutely, can they? Now, our man Trevor checking in saying, put a fork in a fight season over. Let's get back. No, no, no. Stop it. They're not done. They're a resilient L. Do you still have faith that this team can make the playoffs like Larry Bell said? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. We just have to, first of all, relax. Everybody has to relax. I know the the, 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 uh, Philly thing is... Gloom and doom is over. Just cancel the season. Let's put a, let's bring up the guys from the, the minor leagues and don't play anybody. And tell Bryce to have the other surgery too. You know, just, just it's over. No. Relax, everybody. We have the horses to be able to, to, to withstand this. That's why we have the big bop, the big boppers that we brought in, the hundred million dollar players that we have, plus the hundred million dollar players that was already on the team. We'll be fine. Um, it's can is can we get the timely hittings? It's not can we hit? It's can we get the timely hittings that Bryce was getting at those particular times? You know, so I think we'll be fine. Castellanos, you know what? Until you said that, when you said what Honey Brody said, I was like, what? What do you mean, Sarah Lining? But as you explained it, it made yeah. more sense. It does make sense. Those players, now you can have the, what do you call it? What's the kid name that, that uh, the catcher? Uh, what's her stubs? Yeah. No, yeah. You can have him. And JT can can do DH now. You can mix and match those. People can get rest, and they're not really getting rest. Uh, I heard somebody on the uh, the radio yesterday, I think, or today, saying you could get like a half a day off because you're just DHing and you're not playing the field. It, it's it, you know kind of a day off because you're not you're not out in the field roasting all all game right. if you're out in the outfield. You know, so it, it's it's I think it's going to be fine. I'm not really worried right now. Um, I'm watching the game now. We we have blown a lot of opportunities. We had probably six to seven men on base already, and we haven't took advantage of it. So those things that I worry about, but not the production. I think we'll be fine. I think this everybody has to relax. I know that's hard for Philly. We just have to relax. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. Adam checking in. What's up, Adam? What's up, Adam? My man Jose checking What's in. What's up, up What's good, buddy? Trevor checking in. Trevor's playing like the, the Howard Eskin role tonight for some oh, reason. God. I don't know what's going on. The defense for the Philly is so bad. It's early 2000. Bro, you, but that you hasn't mean, been our worst thing right now. That's why he hasn't been the that hasn't been one of the things that have been absolutely killing us. No, it hasn't. When we lost, it hasn't been we lost because of a defensive play, and uh, we it's been pitching let us down a couple of times. Uh, a couple of times. Oh, oh my God! I tweeted about this the other night. How many times have we had the bases loaded and got nothing out of it? That's that can't situational happen. hitting, man. Situational hitting is tough. Yeah, that can't happen. That's that don't have anything to do with defense. So you know, it's been those type of things. No, no way. 
no way when can we get back to being tough listen i guess that's nick saying because we can't relax and we can't relax listen i i i completely agree i i don't everybody knows jigsaw can't relax i like that's that's not what i do right that's not what i do and i and i honestly man listen we've been through so much in this city and i feel bad for bryce i do and 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 hats off to bryce for just being a the consummate professional like he is was brought up to be uh that's good parenting right there i'll tell you that 100 when you see a guy the way i mean he wanted to cry at that post game and, and not many, because he's just right he's so passionate man how, how many superstars get hurt and said he feels bad for us. He said he felt bad for us that we that he's yeah. out right now. Who yeah. I have never heard a superstar ever, ever in any sport say he felt bad for the fans that he can't play. I mean, yeah. how, how much can you how much more can you love the guy for saying something like that? Yeah, you, you gotta love him, man. I mean, honestly, love that guy, you, man. You, you gotta love him. He he is one hundred percent. He's already put his his number in the wall of fame out there. Assist bank part. We already knew that. Listen, we 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 knew what kind of player he was getting. I say this all the time. You know that was the biggest reason why I wanted him and not Manny Machado. No no disrespect to Manny, but Manny's not a Philly guy. Manny is exactly where he needs to be in sunny California. That's Wait, where Manny needs to be. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's where Manny got to be. Uh, Bryce is a. Uh, uh, listen, I, I'm going to go on a stretch here. Bryce Harper is obviously much better, but he's Jim Tomey in a sense that he is that when Jim Tomey came in and what's the first thing Jim Tomey did? He went and met with the union workers, met with the electricians, the hard collar, the, the blue collar guys, the hard nosed worker. That's what Jim Tomey did. And that's who we appeal to. And that's who Bryce Harper appeals to. Too, and that's why he is Philly. And we love him. So could he be the best free agent to sign here in any sport? Ah, <sighs> Any sport, hockey, as a, basketball, as a, as a free agent, football. You no, know, I, I, I would say he has to be now. Hype wise, hype wise, I think even hype wise. Yeah, I mean, we we had some really Running good trades. MVP already, and by the I, way, he was going to win, He was on his way to winning another one if it wasn't for the for the guy yeah, out was, in New York. Unfortunately, was, the guy out of New York is yeah. on a tear. He is. Uh, tra- Trevor says Jeremy Roenick was pretty dang good. Some Roenick was good. Lindros was good, man. I uh, he wasn't, but it no, wasn't. But it, L- he, Lindros he was, was right, was right. Lindros right. was a trade. Um, right. that's the thing. To. Was a trade. Was a trade, right? So, so yeah, free agent signing. Yeah, yeah. Ronick was good. Ronick was really good, but I don't think anybody right. symbolizes what Bryce Harper does, especially when you talk about thirteen-year contract. He, you know that. Remember, he yeah. and and let's not forget his agent. Okay, that right. everybody hates, right? Everybody hates bars, but right. again. We, we, we were able to sit there and completely be professional, which I'm shocked because we had Matt Klintak at the time. And and listen, he, he's a you, tool. You know what, though? I yeah, think Bryce tool. overcame him. You understand yeah, what I'm so saying? Cool. Like Bryce said, yeah. all right, shut up. I yeah. want to go there, figure it out. That type of thing. You know, where normally uh, Bars would do. I completely agree with that. 100%. Said, I want to go to Philly. Make it work. Yes. 
And I think that exactly what you just said is exactly what happened. Uh, that's where I want to be. Make it work. Right. And, and he probably was telling Bryce, yo, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Right. Bryce was like, I don't care. Right. Make it work. Right. That's what he was saying, right. man. Now, <laughs> Trevor it. says, someone, someone get out some rock hard internet. That's not Comcast. Yo, listen, man. It is Comcast. That's why you're freezing. Just throwing it out there. Uh, you don't freeze on files, man. But anyway, yeah, listen, I still think they can absolutely overcome this. Uh, you know, it looks like he's going to get surgery. Actually, he is going to get surgery. Um, they say the sure. hard timeline, six to eight weeks. You know, he wants to be back by the end of August. If I know Bryce, now again, this is a guy who's never broken a bone in his body, right? Yeah. So he doesn't know how he's going to heal. Right. And, and the thumb is different, man. You got to grip a bat. There's so many different things you have to do with that thumb. So uh, it should be interesting. But if there's a will, there's a way. And thank God we have another wild card spot now. And thank God. Hey, how, how about this real fast? Let's talk about this out before we get off the Phillies and talk a little two minute warning here. But thank God for the universal DH. Is anybody even bringing that up? Yeah. What what would happen right now? <laughs> we would right? have a serious problem. <laughs> we would have had a serious problem. I mean, yeah. listen, if there was no universal DH, Bryce Harper doesn't play. No. I love the universal DH, Trev. You're right. I love yeah. it. But he doesn't play. Yeah. Right? This is this is completely going against everything that they've done this year. He probably gets surgery. And the season right? would be over yes. when, when he yes. first got hurt, the season would have been over right then and there. Right then and there, the season would have been over. Yeah. So th- thankfully, I mean, hitting, that, what is he exactly. hitting? Something crazy like three twenty right now. Like three twenty three. Uh, three twenty. Shout out to Bryce, man. Bryce will be back. We'll be good. And, I, and I, I, I would no put. Problem. I would put strong odds that he comes back before he really supposed to. I think they're going to tell him they want him to stay out. To, he's going to say, hell with that. I want to come back now. And it's going to be earlier than everybody assumes that he's going to come back. I think he's that type yeah. of player. Trevor says, what's MLB future you like right now? And uh, Trevor, I'll get to you. Pull them up for me, man. Let me know what those numbers are. Cause I can tell you, that there's a couple teams that got my eye on, but let, let me know because uh, I don't want to flip. I'm going to get to another topic, but bring that up, man. Give me give me some odds. Let's talk some odds um, because right now, I'll tell you what, there's some teams that look pretty good, man. And, you know, the National League, obviously the Dodgers haven't even hit their stride, okay? So they haven't even hit their stride. I think we all know that. Um, and what about I keep hearing all the Trey Turner talk. Now, all of a sudden, the Trey Turner talk, uh, it's coming to fruition. So, um, listen, National League East, the, the, the Phillies are plus 1,400, so and talk about that. But I'll tell you what, I like these Cardinals, man. I like the Cardinals, a plus 140 to, to win the Central. Uh, I know Milwaukee has a team. They've been very inconsistent, but St. Louis has continues to get done. They have a ton of young talent out there with O'Neal, with, with Foreman. With Donovan, they still got Wainwright pitching out of his mind at 40-plus years old. Um, the St. Louis Cardinals are a team, right, that just consistently stays good. 
and they draft right. They sign their guys the right way. I mean, I remember when everybody talked about sign, Arenado, nobody thought he was going to sign St. Louis. And then they, they trade for Goldsmith. looks like a gold mine. Today you got Goldsmith. You got Arenado. You got all those young guys I just talked about. You, you still got Wainwright being the anchor. I know uh, I don't buy him. Flaherty needs to stay healthy. There are a lot of people need to stay healthy. Trav, it's freaking June. Okay, I, I mean, listen. Yeah, I just said I, I, I get it. Nobody thought he was gonna get traded. No, no one ever not. Trev, do me a favor, man. What what is this? You you want to be the next Eskin or what here, bro? You're killing me. Um, but yeah, but <laughs> man, but um, nah, in, in all serious, I do like the Cardinals at plus one forty. Let's let's see what happens. But um, not for the Phillies tall because it, it's a little somber point and uh. They won the other night. We'll see what happens tonight, but I really, really think that they're going to be good. Now, let's flip the switch a little bit. And before we get to the two-minute warning and final judgment, I want to talk some Eagles. And I want to talk some Eagles because the Eagles right now have quietly been selected as a powerhouse in the NFC. And I want to know where they rank on your power list. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because on Sirius on Sunday night, we had a couple beat writers on. And one of them was uh, Pataglia, who who covers Gene Pataglia, who covers the uh, Bills. And we brought up a Peter King story where he ranked four teams in the NL power ranking. Number one was the Rams. Number two was Green Bay. Number three was Tampa Bay. Number four was the Eagles. Now, before you say anything out. When I looked at that list, number one, the only first thing that spotted out to me was why is Green Bay number two? For me, they're not. Thank two. you. Right. Thank I, I, you. I, I, that's the Thank first you. thing. And then yeah. I was like, wow, Eagles yeah. at four. But then it's funny. We start debating this on the radio. And the more we talked about it, I was like, you know what? The Eagles, guess what? They might be a perennial powerhouse because they could be the cleanest team. In the NL now, now, now uh, in the NFC now, understand what I mean by clean. What I mean is no question marks, right? Now, obviously, you're gonna say, what, what are the question marks that the Rams have? No, the question marks the Rams don't have Just question one. marks. Well, yeah, repeat, right? I mean, honestly, I, I to me, right. the biggest question mark is can they repeat, right? But you know, they've gotten stronger, in my opinion. Now you're bringing a Rob, you're bringing Al Robinson. Right. So, I mean, you, you have to look at, you know, the way this is structured. And I look at the Eagles and say, damn, who am I worried about? Detroit, Chicago, Seattle. <laughs> right? Who, right. I mean, look at the team. I'm not. So the Eagles are in a pretty good spot. Al. They, they can listen if they can click. And again, I keep receipts. So all you Jalen Hurt fans right now that are that are fans that were buried on last year, okay, for two years, I've been saying all in on Jalen. I've been on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon. But for all you people, you know who you are. I'm not going to call you out, but I do keep receipts. All you No, are call them out. Nah, I'm not. I, I'm too nice of a guy now. I, I got older, so I've changed a little bit. But they know what they do. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> Twitter numbers up. They they want to get their podcast numbers up, so now we'll start talking good about Jalen Hurts and 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 it's the same cats all the time. That's all I'm gonna say. It's the same cats all the time. That's why they block me on Twitter. But that's cool. That's all right. I, I can deal with that. I, I can deal with that. Uh, but 
you can't go back. Listen, if you're going to kill Jalen Hurts, keep killing him. Keep killing yeah, him. And then absolutely. Then flip your hat. I w- right, and then say I was wrong. Don't be breaking right. out game film and all of a sudden say, oh, I love you, Jalen. You're the best. <laughs> and last year, oh, this guy stinks. He can't throw. Yeah. Hit receiver. Yeah. So, out. the Eagles. Number one, what do you think about that power list? And number two, are you surprised? Or are you comfortable with them as number four? Uh, first of all, Green Bay. How, how do you? I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I know Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to stop. Uh, he's he he's he's still that man until you get to the NFC Championship. <laughs> then you got a problem. But he's that guy. Uh, so I get that, but that's a lot of pulling he's going to have to do for this year. I mean, he's he's talk about putting the team on his back. I mean, you have you don't even have enough weapons to for for him. I mean. Imagine you dropping a ball. He's going to want to rip your face off if you drop a pass. Like, Tom Brady is one thing. Aaron Rodgers will rip your face off on the field if you drop a pass. So he's got nothing but rookies and old heads out there. He's got, uh, oh, my goodness, I can't remember the guy's name that played in uh, played with the Ravens last year. But he's always hurt. He's always hurt. He, he, he signed there. But they don't have any. I don't, I don't get that. As Randall far as Cobb. the Eagles, no, nah, yeah, and you got still got Randall Cobb. Yeah, um, you got Lazard, you got Cobb, you got Tanya coming back, but nobody that yeah. really nah. like blows me away. And, and then the tight the tight end is coming off of ACL. Right. Tanya's coming off of ACL. Yeah. So um tough one, man. I'm trying to think. I'm mean, I I wouldn't say I don't know if I could say four yet. Um, but I would definitely say four to six. I, don't, I just don't know who else be in there because they, they, I, I'm, I, I only got one concern in my mind, and, that, and that's if the quarterback can can do what he needs to do. Because if he gets to the right people, everything else is going to take care of itself in my mind. The offensive line is going to do what they do. We got great wide receivers. Uh, nobody talks about it, but we have a top five tight end. Nobody talks sure. about our top five tight end. He's a top five tight end in the NFL, folks, and he's going to get even more opportunities because of the wide receivers that we have now. All right, so now let's go to the corners. We were worried about the corners the whole offseason until we got a nice pickup on the other side of Slay. All right, we got linebackers galore of – Who's going to be on the outs? I was just thinking about that now. Everybody can't play. We got pretty good linebackers now. Everybody can't play, so we got to figure out that. And we picked up a, a, set, a nice a nice safety. To, to He isn't like a blockbuster. He isn't, you know, what, what I really wanted. But he'll, he'll work. We, we have got pretty good safety. So every everything is filled. Everything is filled. We got we filled every spot. How we did a fantastic job. I know you. I know you're in sometimes out with how we but you did a fantastic job. And might I add really quickly that uh, at the Steam Pub one one uh, winter night or maybe early spring, I said let how we do his thing and he will uh, make it happen. I said, just relax and look what he has done in the next two months. Drafting wise, free agency. 
I, I think you should play. I, I want that. I want that tape to be played, Tony. You got to play that back when I told everybody to relax. He'll how we will fill the holes. Let, let, let's not let's not start doing you know what yet. Okay, I'm just throwing it out there. That's a let, but I but I I've given him some credit. He he has definitely been a, a revelation. I should let's say. Let's just say He's on been, paper right? at least. At least on yeah. paper. Well, not just that. I mean, listen, he, he is a, a master of the cat. And everybody thought that we were going to be unbelievably dead in the water when we traded away Carson Wentz and had all that dead money. And we just came back and we still have, we still have 13 plus million right now in cat room. So I don't know how. Can you tell I, me how? I read that the other day. I was like, huh? How? Man, we, we, I'll tell you what, man. We, we've been, um, very lucky for the Eagles with guys like Joe Banner, whether you like them or not, and guys like Howie Roseman who are really able to dissect that salary cap to the point that other owners and other GMs, that's why they're plucking guys off the Eagles, not because they can scout players, not because they can draft players, because they understand the money. And that's going to kill a lot of teams, and that's going to help a lot of teams. So Howie has been definitely won me over over the last two years. I will give him that. Uh, after he came out of the corner, after Chip Kelly threw him in the little corner down the boys' room at, at, at the Novacare <laughs> Center, and then allowed him to come back. And they fired Chip, and they allowed Howie to come back. I think he grew a set of balls a little bit. And Howie was like, all right, guess what? I'm here now. And I'm going to show everybody I'm just not the guy who got, used to get beat off for his lunch money. You know what I mean? Oh, so, I have uh, a great question if we got time. Yo, I seen on, st- on Twitter, and I, I'm on Twitter a lot. But no. Twitter posted, a, some guy posted this question, and I I argued with people for, uh, for like five days. What's your Mount Rushmore? Four guys that have to go on there for the Eagles. And one person well, that everybody that. named first, and I said, hell no, in my mind. But go, go ahead. What do you think real quick? Well, I, I think we – and you're going to put me on spot. We didn't prepare for this, right? But I know. I, I, I know. Well, that's okay. That's okay. I, I love this stuff. So, Dalk is 100% number one. Bing, okay? bing, bing, bing. I mean, that's that's obvious, right? So, mm-hmm. And I know what you're talking about. You're, you're talking about the guy who put Kelsey on there, right? So, I'm what, good oh, with that. But, but, I, I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying, I saw, I saw a lot of hate going on about that. L- listen, for me, Mount Rushmore is you have to stay in the test of time, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to stay in the test of time. So no disrespect, when I, but when I hear people say Jerome Brown, I say, hold mm-hmm. on. Nah. He didn't play long enough, man. Right. right. So obviously, the Mount, it's got to be the Minister of Defense has got to be on there, okay? Ding, 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 ding. Reggie has got to be on there. Got to be. Here's the thing, Al. Then it gets really, really interesting in my mind because mm-hmm. there's a lot of players that now you have to think about. Now, when you say you, you only got two more, I actually right. got three more, right? You got three more. Al Rushmore is five, right? Well, I was so, doing four. I was doing, doing four. four. Al Rushmore yeah. four. Okay. So, it, I, yeah, why am I doing? Yeah. So, you, you got to really look, and Trevor is going to go. I got to throw this out there. Trevor's going to go, and Mm-mm. Trevor, I just lost all respect for you, cuz. Okay, <laughs> Nick Foles is not in Mount Thank Rushmore. Thank you. That's what I was okay. arguing with people for. They killed me on Twitter about that. I'm not putting Nick Foles Stop. on there. Stop. Uh, maybe, I'm not. Listen, maybe, maybe we're talking about the wrong Mount Rushmore. Maybe we're talking about, like, the porn star Mount Rushmore for BDN, but... 
We're not talking about the football player. Okay. Thank you. I'm getting. And you. listen, he he liked it. They're just saying that because he won us the Super Bowl. I, it does, it's got to be more than that, dude. You got yes. my, my list. Go, oh, no, you didn't finish. So go, go ahead. You so, got two all right. So, let's, so, so here's where it's going to get different. Okay. Uh-huh. Because you got to have a quarterback on there. And again, okay. I, I, I got to go with five. And I know okay. it's going to be the Randall versus five effect. I get it. But I got to go with five. Okay. But then I think it gets really interesting because that last guy can be a lot of different players. For me, personally, it's the Axe Man. And I, I don't care what anybody really? says. For me, I haven't for heard me, that name. Okay. It's Jeremiah Trotter. Okay. And, and, and let's just throw this out there on why. Okay. This is a guy from Stephen F. Stephen F. Austin University. We all remember. Okay. He, he, was the leader of that defense. And then he goes for some money. They let him go to Washington. Then he comes back true to form again and still is dominant. So, again, I, I know a lot of people. You can't give me T.O. He don't no. stand the test of time. Not even now, close. Right? You, you, no. you can't. Even, right? But, I mean, there could be an argument. There could be an argument for David Akers. He's throwing it out there. There could be. There, I'm, I'm just there. telling I you. I can't put a kicker on there. <laughs> I, yo, yo, I, I, I'm just saying. He won us a lot of damn ball games, yeah. okay? And, and, and right, and he was a pretty formidable force for a very long time. But I, you know, I can't go. Bobby Taylor. I can't go. Troy Vincent. Right. I can't go. I, I, I know. Guys, obvious one though. Maybe, maybe it's B West. Okay, uh, I like close, West, people, close, close. But, yeah. You know, and, and and maybe people want to talk about Shady. Bing, um, bing, 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 that's, that's not for one me, of though, man. Not for me. Not you, for you, me. You know why, though? Why is my, that? Li- my list is easy. My list is easy. Reggie White, obviously. Dark easy, uh, obviously. And then because of what he is and what he has meant to us, with the Super Bowl, without the Super Bowl, down years, up years, Kelsey and Shady. Now, if you use all of those names, all of those names have, are, are in the Hall of Fame and going to be in the Hall of Fame. Shady's going to make the Hall of Fame. I don't know how long it's going to take them. And Kelsey 100% is going to make the Hall of Fame. And Reggie White is already in there. And B-Doc is already in there. That's greatness when we recognize them and then the world recognizes them as well. I think that's greatness. You know, sometimes we're going to recognize a player because he played for us. That's why the Phillies got a lot of uh, Hall of Famers in their their hall. It doesn't mean that the rest of the world thought they were great, but they were great for the team. So that's why I said Everyone wants to know what Hall of Fame, Eagles or pro football. What'd you say? Trevor wants to know what Hall of Fame we talk about, the Eagles or the Pro No, Football? the Hall of Fame. The, the Reggie think- White is in the Hall of Fame. B-Dawk is in the Hall of Fame. You you don't think Kelsey is good enough to be at, at the top of his craft that he's going to get in the Hall of Fame? And, and check the stats. Shady is going to be in the Hall of Fame, 100%. It no, may not be I on the first that. ballot or second ballot, but he's going to get in. But I think there I, – I think as much as I love Kelsey – and again, I you know I, I, I who would have thought? I mean, right? but D Mac, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be that bad if you said D Mac. 
But I think you could have two tiers here. I do. I think you have another another tier because another guy you you really got to think about putting on there, and people may not agree with this, is is Deshaun Jackson. Now, you know, you you really got to think about putting him on another. He's going in sometime. It might be a long time, but he's getting in. Dude, he he did a lot of stuff, dude. Yardage, touchdown records. Oh, yeah, you're going yeah. to Meadowlands, man. Yeah, Part and he's one. right behind me, and I forgot about him. I forgot about DJ. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you, DJ's you, you got to be talked about. DJ's yeah. got to be talked about. But, yeah, listen, all I can say is get back to where we were at. The Eagles have a really clean look this year. I'm excited. We're about Can't 16 wait. days away. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be – you know what, Alan? It's going to be great is if Bryce Harper returns before Labor Day and then football opens up the following weekend. Ooh. And man, I'll tell you. But but here's the thing: we 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 what we got to do? We should talk about that. Is we still got some basketball, and we got the Sixers. And there, listen, there, there's all these rumblings. What's going to go on, and what's going to happen? But Al's going to talk about today on the two minute warning. He talks about how these next two to three years could signify, or this off season can signify this next two to three years. This is the two-minute warning with Al Griffin right here on Heat Ratio Sports. All right, folks. I was thinking about this, and it's very important that we concentrate on this upcoming free agency and offseason. This is going to set us up for the next two, three years because whatever we do this year, I don't think we're going to be able to do anything different next year. So that's the way that's going to happen. I think everything that's going to be done is going to stay there and is going to carry from this year to next season. So now everybody in their grandma's report, I mean, everybody, I don't, I've never seen so many people report the same thing that we're going to get Tucker. I mean, people are, I heard of, Keep Pompey said it's a lock. Like, I've never heard people just, what do you mean? How is it a lock? It's not a lock, folks. A lot of things have to happen. It's not enough cap space right this second. Right this second, it can't happen unless he takes less money to come here. And we got about anywhere from six to eight million, somewhere in that ballpark of cap space. He ain't taking that to come to Philly. Why would he do that? I, that's not. I think he's going back to Miami. Myself personally, I don't have. I have no idea why everybody just swears that that's going to happen. But hey, if it happens, it happens. But I just can't see him just ignoring all the other stuff for the reasons why he should go back to Miami and come to Philly. Why? Why would he do that? But because he likes the weather, like it makes no sense. So it has to be the money is the only reason why he would come here over staying in Miami. All right. Uh, Melton, stop. I don't know. I don't know. That started on the internet as soon as the trade happened. If you're not watching, if you just watch the Sixers, say you just watch the Sixers. If you don't watch the rest of the NBA, say you don't watch the rest of the NBA. This kid can play. (laughs) This kid can play, and he's young. He's 24 years old. Imagine him and Thibault. Him and Thibault on the court at the same time harassing people. 
He has great length with his arms. He, he tips a lot of balls like Thibault does. His skills are very high. I think he's like 1.7. I think he was like 1.7, 1.8 this year in steals. Uh, he's great. He's very athletic. His shooting percentage is, is, is uh, shooting percentage has went up. His scoring averages went up. He's go he's going to be a player. Philly is going to love this kid. Philly is going to love this kid. All right. Now, the next part of it is does Harris stay? If it's going to if this Harris is going to go, I think it's going to be this offseason. I don't think you can wait till next season and then trade him. You got to do it now or maybe at the trade deadline. So that's why I'm saying what's going to happen now is going to set us up. Uh, can we, can Thibu improve? And is, is he even going to be here? I mean, I mean, it was, everybody was saying he was going to at, at the draft. I mean, people were literally saying goodbye to Thibu at the draft. So what are all of these things? We still need shooting and we still need rebounding. But how is Maury going to, to mold this team to get it to where he wants it and that's going to win? But I think everything between now and today is Tuesday. We got a couple more days before free agency start. And from that to I would probably say the end of July, because that's when all of the stuff is going to end, is going to be make or break. Whether we're going to have trades or we're not going to have trades and we're going to stay pat. People, Harden isn't going anywhere. It's just going to be exactly how is, is he going to opt in? Is he going to opt out? Is he going to take less? Is he not? I'm hearing rumors that he's going to take a two-year two deal and then take less money so we can move some money around. I don't know. I don't know what that, but I do know he's not going anywhere. I wish people would stop saying that. I hear people on the radio saying, don't sign him, let him go. I hope he doesn't opt in. Then what? Want to play with Tobias? I don't understand how you can even say it out of your mouth. What do you mean, let him go? You don't want him back. We're all in, folks, for the last time. He's all in. We, we, we got to sink or swim with him. It ain't, it ain't like he could just walk away and we could go, oh, let's go get somebody else for $42 million. It doesn't work like that, folks. So next month, make or break. And that's going to be what this team is going to be. Because, again, I don't, think, I don't think we're going to have anything as far as trades or anything next year. I think this is going to be it. Yeah, man, I, I, I completely listen. This is going to be Maury's stamp on the team, right? He, I, I think, and again, Andre checking in. What's up, Trey? Talk about it's definitely not close to being a lock. He agrees as well. Tucker been in Philly four times during the season for business reasons. So let's not to get, ex get too excited too soon. Yeah. Um, also talks about Harris being gone, which I agree with you said, Al, and, and Dre saying it as well. Sixers still trying to supplement the scoring. Harris is still 18 to 19 point career score. If they have a package that can handle his contract, Harris is in an Uber, probably the same Uber that I was driving Danny Green on out of there, right? Hey, uh, but, uh, but no, nah, in all seriousness, he don't you think that Maury? wants Harris gone. Yes, he does. Not because he doesn't like Tobias Harris. He wants to be rid of that contract. Okay? And all these... But, but you have to do it the right way. You have to right. do it the right way. You can't, just, you can't just ship them just to ship them because they got to be the right pieces that you're getting back to be able to fit everything. But you have to understand, Al, which I know you do and a lot of other people have to understand is 
you know, the NBA is a business. It's about money, right? I, it's not about talent. You right, so it's about money. Where you have to find somebody that's willing to take forty plus million dollars a year for Tobias Harris, which means you're going to get garbage back. But then you have to turn not the you know no pun intended turn garbage into gold, like our our, our man Mark Zoom off, right? But no, in all seriousness, you got to turn garbage into gold, and you got to be able to flip that for something that can actually help this team. So it's not going to be like, hey, we're going to trade Tobias Harris and get Damian Lillard. No, you're going to get back Andrew Bogut. Okay. That's basically what you're going to get. And then you're going to have to flip somebody. Like, I'm just right. again, I, he's not in the NBA anymore, but still, that's the yeah. kind of player that you're probably going to get. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, that, that, and then you're going to have to be able to flip that money to get right. like, like Dre saying, replacing with an athletic three or four is the best move. 100%. Right. So right. it's, it's got to be that move. And then you have your next move already set. So you make that and then you flip that and then you you already know what you're going to do. And that's already set. But it's not going to be off of that move. It's going to probably have to be off of off of another move that you make that doesn't involve Maxi, by the way, people. Please oh. stop talking about trading Maxi. Stop. Listen. Stop. And I don't if I want, see I, one, one more thing, and if I see one more one more person talk about posting KD in a Sixer uniform, stop, stop with all of that madness. What is that. going on on the internet? I, well, listen, it's because you just said it. it's the internet, right? Jeez, it's the internet. But, but I'm not gonna listen. Not gonna get into this because we got one more segment to go, and then we're gonna get out of here. Um, but I would trade Tyrese Maxey. And I would trade them for the right package. Just throwing it out there. But we'll get into that another day. Okay. We, 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 listen, again, I'll say it before. I said it before and I'll say it again. We have two to three years to win with Joel Embiid. And if we don't win this year, I'm telling you right now, if they could do whatever they do, Al, mark my words and play this episode back. Okay. I don't care how many moves they make. If we're out in the second round, Joel Embiid is the next Kyrie Irving. He's the next James Harden. He's walking in the office and he wants out. I'm letting you know that right now. Uh, so you, he's not that type of guy. Listen, though. listen. I am telling frustrated. you. Frustrated. He might curse somebody out. He listen, might say it at a press no. conference like "enough is enough," banging on the table. I can see no. him doing something like that, but I, no, that was I can't year. see him being that type of guy. That was this year, man. You you got to understand the way this guy operates, right? He is giving it his all. Uh, two years in a row, playing injured, playing hurt. Okay, he watched a lackadaisical effort for so many different players on that team. And he's going to say in his mind, I'm tired, man. I only got a couple years left. I need to win. And the other, the other thing is what we talked about last week is what if, just what if you can't win with the big man? Just throwing it out there. So a lot of different things that we need to talk about. We got a lot of time to talk about that. Ooh. We got a lot of time to talk about that, right? But, but what I want to talk about, Okay, is a last match. Okay, that's what I want to talk about. So if if anybody doesn't know, or now you are going to know, uh, right? The Nature Boy, Ric Flair himself, is going to have his last. Right, he's going to have his last match, and I'll tell you what, Al, I'm excited. I am. I'm really excited because we're going to get into this about. You know, is he a goat? And, and I have to say that because, again, he is. Um, 
he he's guy I grew up with. He's a guy I watched. He's a guy I watched evolve. But let's just get into it. Ric Flair, man, we're going to roll. This is the two-minute warning with Al Griffin right here on Heat Ratio Sports. Uh, it's not the two-minute warning. Well, I don't know what's going on here. It's not going. <laughs> oh, here we go. It is now time for the final judges with Tony Jigsaw Catillo. Brought to you by Heat Ratio Sports. That's a mouthful, isn't it, Tony? So, again, you heard the man, right? You, you, you Listen, you heard the man, right? Here you go. Bottom line is, whether you like it or don't like it, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Yes. So. My man's 70 plus years old, still styling, still profiling, going to have his last match for Crockett Productions. Uh, if anybody knows the art of wrestling, it started with the NWA, and that's where Ric Flair and Harley Race had their unbelievable battles. That's when Ric Flair really started to get catapult into, obviously, the man he is today. His promos were second to none. Uh, the four horsemen that he was the leader of Charlotte, North Carolina. That's it's funny. I was in a barbershop and I was talking to a guy. We were sitting there talking, we were talking about wrestling, and he said he was from Charlotte. And I said, you know, the first thing I think about is Charlotte. Whenever somebody says Charlotte, I think it's it's flair country, it's horseman yes, country. Sir. Right? I yes, mean sir. right, because that's what we grew up with. And listen, this is such an unprecedented event. And I, I don't think it's going to get its just due. I don't because a lot of people are going to laugh it off. A lot of people still think of wrestling as sports entertainment. I'm one of those guys who don't. It is a professional athletic sport that these guys have to work at, at the like in nauseam consistently every single day. Ric Flair is taking bumps. He's practicing how to bleed. He's practicing how to get hurt. We still don't know who his opponent's going to be on July 31st, but man, it is going to be something to witness now obviously his last match came with the hands of Shawn michaels a heartbreak kid who in his own right is one of the greatest of all time but but now i you know we just talked about mount rushmore and you know and i go back and my man rich checking it says take a few of those bumps it's exactly rich take a few of those bumps <laughs> and see how i listen i say that all the time so <laughs> i'm so glad you checked in with that because that's true that's a thing right i mean people think that that's like a you know a memory foam mattress out there these guys are falling yeah. on man that, that shit hurts okay yeah, it me, hurts let me slam you right? and let me see if, if if you get up actually you can get up after i slam you how about that <laughs> exactly exactly and and let's just you know before i talk about the goat let, let's remember something too you know rick flair without rick flair there is no john cena without rick flair there is no rock and the reason why i say that it would listen without rick flair there is no miz and i say the miz because i don't think he gets enough credit for the promos that he can do rick flair started the microphone as a constant piece of professional wrestling. That's why they had promo coaches because of Ric Flair, because of Ric Flair with the leather skin boots and uh, right. And, and talking about the Brooks brothers suit and the glasses and Rolex the rings. Watches, I, Thomas diamond ring wearing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
And my man, Doug, yo, Doug, check it. It says, hey, I'm from North Carolina. That's right. Doug's in, in, in horseman country right there. He's in <laughs> flair country now. What's up, Doug? I hope retirement is treating you all so well. Um, Jose, check it. It says, what do you think about Cena coming back? I'll get to that in a second because I do have a lot of respect for John Cena, and I do not agree with the way he was brought back last night. But I look at Al as, you know, as Ric Flair being the undoubted greatest of all time. And I understand that a lot of people are going to hit you with the old school Bruno San Martino, and, and I get all that. But again, stand the test of time. Go from one organization to the next. And every time you go, you're the leader of that organization. And not only that, what's not talked about enough is Ric Flair taking bumps for younger generations. Right? He was taking drops for younger generations. He was actually learning or teaching these youngsters how to win. And he was taking falls for these guys just so the business would be in a good spot. Yeah, listen, I get it. He's been married a hundred times and he, you know, I get it. It's okay. I don't care about that. What I care about is I'm a 100% diehard wrestling fan, always will be, always was. And Ric Flair is undoubtedly the GOAT because of the way he carried himself in the ring and within each promotion, whether it be Gordon with Gordon Soley, whether it be with David Crockett, whether it be when he was in TNA, whether it be with Vince McMahon, um, you know, going back and forth with Vince McMahon, right? He went through a lot of stuff. He went through a lot of adversity. Uh, again, with guys like Eric Bischoff. Okay, you remember this? I'm back. So, <laughs> I, so yeah. Eric Bischoff. Listen, there, there was a, a infamous promo of Ric Flair in a tuxedo when they brought him back. And go back and watch that, man. And that was legit. That was real. That wasn't fake. That was Rick going one-on-one against Eric Bischoff, who he could not stand. And to this day, they hate each other. Okay, that that was the nasty side of the business. But Ric Flair, last match, final judgment, is the GOAT. Now, let me get to this before we get out of here. A lot of people are asking about Cena. John Cena, again, another guy who doesn't get the respect that he deserves. A lot of people don't understand that John Cena did not want to break the streak of Ric Flair, right? He, people, I don't think people realize that, right? John Cena is a very humbled guy. And there's a, I I forget what WrestleMania it was, but he was in the ring with Shawn Michaels. It actually was on Raw. Sorry, it was on Raw. And it was the first time that Hulk Hogan came back. And again, you can Google this. Google this on YouTube. Hulk Hogan came back to WWE. When that music hit, John Cena fell to his knees and started to cry in the middle of the wrestling ring. That's not an act. That's John Cena saying, I love this business. I grew up on this business, and that was my idol. And now I'm going to get to share a ring with that guy. So that's why I have so much respect for John Cena because he did exactly what Ric Flair did he was able to put guys over he yeah. was able as right as listen al you'll remember this last second to say because i could talk about this all night but everybody <laughs> said everybody said roman reigns would never be able to cut a promo 
John Cena told Roman Reigns he couldn't cut a promo. And if you go back about five years ago, in a, I and remember. You, know, you remember? I remember. Yeah, I remember. Right, yeah. that was one of the best promos I ever seen. When he basically laid in the reins, said exactly what everybody else knew on live TV. On, on live TV, and right <laughs> yes. now, and right now, what is and Roman Reigns is the best thing going today. Why? Yeah. Because he had guys like Cena trying to push him to the next level. So the other guy that gets, doesn't get talked about in this business is Paul Heyman, who is an absolute mastermind. Anything he touches turns into gold. Okay. He, he doesn't get enough respect because of a lot of things that have happened as well. But uh, just to go back full circle here, Ric Flair is the GOAT. Uh, Rick yes, says Cena understood that. Yes, he understood the history and the respect. 100. And he put, yeah, you're right. He put Kevin Owens over as well. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman, 100% genius. 100%. I completely agree. Uh, wh- whoever he is in the corner of, they just go to the next level. Now, yeah. um, again, that's a final judgment for me. That's Ric Flair. We'll, we'll have more on this because it's July 31st, and I'll be excited. We'll talk about when he has the opponents uh, for a second with ECW. Uh, but 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 real fast, we got about we, – we, we got a couple minutes left, and I didn't get to my Jigsaw Chronicle here. And I got to bring this up because this is, again, this is going to be line chasers everywhere. So, I you know <laughs> – you guys know by now. I just make this a series because I everything just bothers me. But I, I, oh. I it's all, right, right. Al knows that. Al knows that. But you've all you've all been in a situation before. Whether we're in a supermarket, whether we're at a fast food joint, restaurant, you always know when you pull up at the same time as somebody else, and they want to race you to the door, right? So, 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 let me throw this out there, okay? I, I want to throw this out there. This 100%. Jabroni. He, you- he literally, right? I pull up to a Mission Barbecue the other day. Now, it's Mission Barbecue. So not much on the menu. You know it's a Mission Barbecue. So I pull up. I get out of my car. So this cat pulls up at the same time, looks at me, a little stare off going. I'm just like, whatever. He starts doing that quick, like, quick walk, like the Flintstones when they're driving their car, right? Like, all of a sudden, like, so I'm like, all right, bro, you must have more important things to do than I do to get your food. So I'm going to just let you go. Just, I'm going to let you roll with it, right? So here's the, here's the line chase of, you know, violation here, though, Al. So I get in there. Now, number one, it's empty because it's like five o'clock. So I've learned my window for Mission Barbecue is five to five thirty before it starts getting crazy. So I get in there. He's in front of me. So you know what this cat does? He races me to the door. Now, at least have your order game uh, on point. Run, run, if or, it, or, or it, like speed walk. No, no, I'm I'm talking like extra fast speed walk here. Okay. <laughs> But extra fast speed wall. But but here here's what here's what I will say. Have your order game on point. Sure. If you're going to do that, have the order game on point. What's this cat do? I walk in. Now he goes. Yeah, I, I'm really not sure what I want. He's sitting there looking at the menu. So I finally say, Yo, cuz you just ran in here to beat me. <laughs> you Can had you to say that. Snow? Right. Tony, you had to say that. I had like, to. Dude, you had to call him out. Dude, you I literally did. ran in front of me, and now you're you doing all of this. You have to say that, or or it just going to keep going on. 
Listen, yeah. if I'm, I'm running, if I'm something. running like that, and I and I'm throwing myself out there, I'm going in. Hey, I'm going to that pool chicken XL. Right. Give me the unsweet nice scene. I'm I, I name Tony. Right. Here's a car ready to roll. Now this right. cat wants to read calories. He wants to read menus. Like, come on, man. Like, what is this? This ain't LA Fitness. It's Mission freaking Barbecue. You ran in there to get it. You stand in line. Like, now come on, man. Like. At the end of the day, that's my issue. You, this time, but I'm proud always, of you, Tony. Right, but it you. always happens to I'm me, Al. It always happens to me. Dude, like but my wife, my, my me. wife, my wife would have told me I'm wrong and don't say nothing. But you have to when I somebody to. does all of that. You have to. Hey, you and know what? The girl, the girl at the counter was looking at laughing. me. She knew, and I'm looking like, <laughs> like what's? I'm like, what's with this guy? It's fine. I was like, yo, can I just order for you? Like, I'll order for you. Man. I'll actually pay if you hurry up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. Right? So I got, you know, I got the dirty look death stare, right? You know, I'm like, uh, I, I, maybe I should just shut off because you never know what's on this guy's mind right now. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but uh, Unfortunately, these these days, yeah, I you got to watch out for that. But uh, you you're 100% right. So how much longer did it take him to finish? So far, like, he gave me an attitude. And then finally, he, like, ordered. Like he did one of those, yeah. Just, just, just give me the chicken sandwich. Like it was all like, oh, uh, basically off. blaming it on you to yeah. rush. Yeah. So now when you get home and you got the wrong food, like, come on, man. Like whatever. Unbelievable. Uh, I was gonna see your face. Listen, I am a, a very animated individual, Adam. So please just don't piss me off. That's all I ask. Just don't piss me off, and we're good. Uh, but listen, man, we're getting out of here. As always, fifty-six minutes. We we, we said we we're gonna go a half hour. We went an hour. Had some sets, good times. So I shout out to Dan. Uh, hopefully he's okay. Uh, you know, l- little issues at home, but hope he'll be okay. We'll be back with us next week. Uh, shout out to Art History One Hundred and One. By the way, as you know, I for that, real, man. I was going to ask uh, you about that, no, man. Look at this thing, man. This is this is oh, legit. No. Nice. Um, yeah, arthistory101.com, man. Check him out. Uh, the, the dude has some phenomenal gear. He's a Philly guy. Ha, you know, he's got a shop for seventy three hundred Frankfurt Avenue. Uh, listen, it, it's it's all about supporting small business and guys that Absolutely. really right, and they just grind it, man. So before you want to go, yeah, and, and, and get it assured it dicks or you know you know one of those popular chains you know go check out the small guy at a small business man you're going to get better quality and you're going to get some very very unique gear uh rick checking in what 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 the what was the chronicle rick it was line chasers man it was like you got to go back and listen though it was line chasers that got to beat me in a mission barbecue and couldn't even know he couldn't even formulate a goddamn order within five minutes but he had a you know race race me in there like he was driving uh, fred flintstone's car in, in bedrock you know what i mean but um as always give us a follow at Heat Radio Sports. Make sure that you're following us on all social formats. Make sure you're following us on YouTube as well. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, iTunes, wherever uh, you can. Yeah, Rich, his shirts are. Jay is the man. His shirts are fire for real. Uh, but as always, everybody have a, a great week. We'll be back here Tuesday night. Uh, make sure you're catching us without the week, throughout the week, whether it be quick takes with Dan Green. Uh, Al, once we get his mic situated, uh, we'll get him on a two-minute warning. You'll see some final judges and stuff. We'll start talking uh, some football, man. We're getting some fancy stuff going on. Make sure you're checking me out over at Wendell Sports on the boys over there as well. Uh, if you're in a sports betting, you're in a DFS, man. That's where you want to go. Trust me. Uh, another guy the other day hit for $1,800 in a DFS Ooh. tournament. 
Um, Very nice. Know, check them out, man. Check them out, man. They, they, they know their stuff. Uh, they taught me a lot. I know some things, but some of them guys are on another level. So, and as always, something on serious from 9 to 11, talking all things fantasy football. But for Al, for Tony, everybody, have a fantastic week. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll catch you back next time.